first segment of the podcast now that you are young this is going to run through for weeks during two months but you're going to receive this podcast every once a week you're welcome to the first ever section of now that you are young now that you are young is a podcast that is meant to reach out to teenagers young persons with a mind to do more reach more at more and in all of this be steadfast with the calling of god and have god at the center of it all so thank you for joining us today now that you are young the lord delights in you that's what we're going to talk about today the lord delights in you if you check isaiah 62 1 to 4 it's talking about how your land no more shall be called barren, neither are your days desolate, because the Lord delights in you. And if the Lord has delights in you, what's necessary? Why is God delighting in me? Why does he like me? I don't like him. Why does he want me? I have no business with the Lord. So I love my life. I want to make money. I want to achieve great goals. You see, those are most of what the young persons want nowadays. We see them striving at the teenage age, trying to make ends meet, trying to do more, trying to make money. I think that's one of the major goals now. They want to make money. They want to hustle. But you see, the delight that the Lord has in you, it's not for you to hustle. You are God's delight. He loves you wholeheartedly. He loves you even from afar. He already loves you, but he wants you closer. He wants you closer. He wants you closer than close. He wants his delight in you to be tangible. You know, the Lord is loving you from afar, even in your state, even in your hopelessness, even in your sinful nature. The Lord is loving you, but He doesn't want you to remain there. He doesn't want you to roll in the mud. He doesn't want you to be frustrated. He wants you to come close so His delights in you can rub off on you. That's what the Lord wants. That's what the Lord wants. You can check in Ephesians 1 3. The Lord has an already predestined purpose for you. He loves you before now he sent his son to come die for you. And you're like, eh, he would have died. Even if it was just you, Christ would see come to die. That's how much the Lord loves you. It was predestined that he's going to take you out of this misery one day. He's going to take you out of this situation. He's going to take you out of this problem. That's God's delight for you. You cannot have a fulfilled purpose outside God. No, it's not possible. You cannot have a fulfilled purpose outside God. Can you be wealthy? Yes. Will you have money? Yes. Will you possibly live a long life? Yes. But you'll be empty. You see, the difference between one purpose who is in God and another purpose who is outside God is they will both get to the end point. But... One is going to live a fulfilled life and the other a miserable life. But because we are in a situation and a society where the end is always scaled by how much money you could acquire, how much wealth you were able to possess, but that's not the fulfillment of purpose. That wasn't the reason why Christ came to die. 
there's going to be a difference at the end point for those two lives the one that is outside god and the one that is in god there is a difference so i want you to see reasons why you appreciate the love of god he recklessly loves you that's it he recklessly he says there's joy in heaven over the one that repents so much joy over just that one soul that is able to come unto the father if you could remember the story of the prodigal son that's a typical story of god's love for us that the son went out wasted all that the father gave to him and yet the father was yearning daily coming out to check will my son come back will my son come back and the day he came back the father opened arms received him gave him rings cleaned him up and decided to keep the fattening of the cow just for the son that returned and the one at home said father you never did this for me he said how bet you knew that you were already in my love but this one was lost and now he's fine that's how the the heart of god is yearning for you is yearning deeply for you he's calling you out of that misery nothing is as worst as a mud even if it is packaged in gold it's still mud the lord is calling you out of the miracle telling you come out come out from among them you are different come out from among them i know you are going to stand with the father god already knows those that are his and the lord has everybody purpose defined the lord already knows no 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 you god has delight in you he wants you he loves you is he need to have you his sole purpose is to have you you are his concern he said you are the apple of his eyes just you have you thought around and wonder a few days back I, I, I was in the camp meeting and i was checking the tent of meeting it's it's more like a personal retreat and i was checking the tent of meeting and there were different segments of persons praying worshiping praising everybody in their own corner trying to reach to god and i sat and i said god is so great this is just a fragment of the persons around the world. How is it possible that he hears us individually, meets to our need individually, speaks to us individually? And I was thrilled just by that experience. I looked around and I looked at numbers of persons in their different poles and corners and they were praying. And I was like, God still knows these persons individually. It's not missing up my blessings with my neighbor's own. It's not missing up my prayer request with that of my brother. No. He knows me by my name. Yeah. He knows when I was conceived and how I was better out. He knew me specially by my name. That's how God has interest in you. God doesn't just know you by that your family name. He doesn't just know you by the squad of friends you go out with. He knows you by your name. He has interest in you. He has interest in you. God has a blueprint for your life. You can't do anything outside God. No. You can't. I've I've talked to so many young persons and you hear them say, Ah, mama, at the end, you might find out that all these things were not were not necessary. We may get to heaven and find out that we overdo it. Yes. 
I want to get to heaven and find out that I overdid things than get there and find out that I did nothing. The Lord has delight in you. Every man was created for a purpose. Every man. There is no man on earth without a purpose. You, yes, you, were created for a purpose. The moment you were formed in the womb, God had an intention in his heart for your formation. It wasn't an error. It wasn't an error that you were able to oversee the first month, the second month, grew your legs, grew your brain, grew your hands. We were able to form for the nine months and you were bettered out. It wasn't an error. If it was an error, your sperm wouldn't have made it to the egg. It could have been another person. But for the fact that you were created, it shows that God has a purpose for you. God has a purpose for your life. God has a purpose for your reason to be here on earth and even to be in the country where you are. Yes, God has a purpose why you are in that country. God has a purpose why you are from that family. Everything is to shaping you, to mold you, to build you onto the specific image that he wants you to be. That's how it is. You see, I want to remind you young ones that God's love is constant. Have you been able to think on the love of God and you wonder how much I've done some wrongs, how much you've seen you, uh, how much it seems as if you are not on the path, but yet his love is there calling you. That's because God's love is constant. We are the variables. We are the one that falls out of the love most times. We are the one that forgets that he loves us. His love is constant. His love is not shaking. His love is not moved by my attitude. His love is not moved by what I do wrong or right. His love is constant. His love is constant. Praise the Lord. And I'm admonishing you as I'm ending tonight's postcard. Do not trade your health while trying to grow your wealth. Do not. Do not trade your sanity. Do not trade your purity. Do not trade your integrity because you want to grow wealth. Because right now, it's seeming very okay. It's seeming very right. It's seeming, let me just acquire this money. I can cover up everything. No, 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 no. Do not trade your health while you are growing your wealth. Do not trade your integrity. Do not trade your sanity. Do not trade them off while growing your wealth. No. You might not be able to explain. You see, God is going to make so good, great use of you that men can decide to want to dig her back to check where you've erred and where you've done some wrong just to tarnish your image so while you are young that's why this podcast is for you while you are 13 while you are 14 while you are 15 while you are 25 while you are 28 do not trade your integrity your purity your sanity your value for wet do not do that God harbors in righteousness. God dwells in righteousness. God loves righteousness. But you see, you have to come into the righteousness. You have to be able to have accepted that Jesus is Lord and live in his righteousness because you cannot do it on your own. 
you cannot you cannot do it on your own you can't live right on your own you you can't be just on your own i know you say you know a number of persons that are not christians that do not know god but their life is so just they do the right things they know when to when to go left and when to go right it seems as if their life is perfect even as i christ but it is impossible to please god without having christ jesus is the way the truth and the life it says no man no man no man cometh unto the father except through him so if you are going to be God's delight you have to come through Christ if you are going to be God's delight where he makes boast of you you have to be in Christ and the only way to be in Christ is to acknowledge the fact that yes Jesus came to it he lived as human he died on the cross he was buried and he resurrected just for me you have to accept all of this you have to believe it and from there on you need to see your life begins to grow gradually you have to grow in this belief that he is lord he becomes lord over your life you have to surrender that he takes charge over your affairs and everything in life and if you know you want to take this decision wherever you are listening i just want you to close your eyes and bow your heads and say lord jesus i acknowledge the fact that you came to earth you died for me you were buried for me and you resurrected for me I accept your love. I accept your work. I come into the fact that you are Lord over my life. I accept that you become Lord over my affair. I humbly give my life unto you to take charge. Thank you, Jesus, for accepting me as your child, for accepting me as your own. Thank you for your love that has called me out of sin into this marvelous light. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. If you have made this decision, you can reach me on Facebook. You can reach me on WhatsApp. You can reach me on Instagram. You can reach me on email. You can tell me you've accepted Jesus and share the testimony with me and you're going to see great changes in your life thank you for listening to today's podcast thank you for sharing in the joy and the love of christ see you same time next week god bless you segment of now that you are young this is another week to listen from the throne of grace it's another week to hear what the lord is saying thank you for sustaining thank you for following the welcome to today and may god bless you today on the segment now that you are young we are going to be looking at a topic 
Remember now your creator. It's going to run for some weeks. Remember now your creator. Let's quickly look at the book of Ecclesiastes 1. Ecclesiastes 12 verse 1. It says, Remember now your creator in the days of your youth, before the difficult days come, and the years draw near when you will say, I have no pleasure in them. You can close your eyes as we pray. We thank you, Jesus, for this moment to hear from your grace. We ask, O Lord, that this word be consistent in our hearts and bear forth much fruit in Jesus' name. Thank you, everlasting Father, for in Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. If you check out the scriptures, he said, Remember now your creator in the days of your youth, which means there is something in your memory for the Bible to be saying remember which means you knew before which means you had a knowledge of what he's saying remember which means you already knew that there was a creator and now the scripture is saying remember now remember that which flows from the beginning remember what you have been told when you were lead to remember the way which your parents have guided you on the paths of righteousness which you have learned of, which you know of, remember now in the days of your youth. Remember. Why? Because God knows that in the days of our youth are perilous times when we have a lot of stuff choking us, trying to remove us from the path which we knew before, trying to swell us, trying to deceive us. And even on those who are not trying to be deceived, who seems as if they are still on the path, there are seasons that seem as if it derails you. It takes you out of that which you know. Probably you are trying to get into school. You are trying to get a new course. You are trying to walk to Miss Ends Meets. Before you know, you are forgotten. You will no longer acknowledge the presence of God. You are just growing. And you are wondering, God should understand. God knows now that I'm trying to walk. God knows that I'm trying to to raise my family. God knows that I'm trying to support my siblings. God knows that I'm trying to get this course. Now the Bible is saying, remember now your creator in the days of your youth because as you are growing, you desire the sincere meek of God. That's what First Peter 2-2 told us. That as young child, you desire the sincere meek. So also you, you desire the sincere meek of the world. In all of your activities, the Bible is saying, remember, remember your creator, that all of this, all of this struggle, all of this pain, all of this achievement can be simplified if only you remember your creator. You know, the scripture told us that, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all other things will be added unto you. Sometimes we, we tend to segment the all other. We tend to think that there are some things that we are supposed to add by ourselves. No. The scripture didn't miss point when it was saying, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and every other thing will be added unto you. Every other thing that you need, every other thing that you want, every other thing that you long for will be added unto you. I think the problem we have now is, we give a timing 
and we give we give it a timing and when we don't get that which we want us at that time we feel that god has failed us you feel that the scripture is coming as a lie no when the bible is saying all other things shall be added the bible is saying so and it means so i can remember when my eyes got opened onto the book of psalm 23 the lord is my shepherd i shall not want and the holy spirit said you have a father that doesn't even want you to want which means all your needs supply crosses above to those inevitable things that you want he also wants you to have them because he is your shepherd that do not want you to want that's how good the lord is that's how wonderful the lord is so this podcast is for who two segments of persons the ones who have forgotten that god exists and has been swelled onto the wrong paths and has been pushed out because of cares of this life and decided to say let me just do this i need to survive let me just do this and you have forgotten that there is god you have decided to follow friends you have decided to follow money at what expense you have decided to follow lust you have decided to follow the things of this world this podcast is for you because you once knew at the beginning you once knew a little about god but you have forgotten about his love this podcast is for you to remind you that yes he still loves you to remind you that yes he still has you in mind yes this podcast is for you because in the book of lamentation the bible was talking about he said it is good for a man to bear the yoke of his youth if you read down that scripture the lord was talking about different things a man will pass through in the times of his youth and he said he is there to support you if you just remember to return back so if you are looking at your life he said i've done some terrible things ah no you don't understand i've put my hands in some unimaginable things god is still saying yes it is not bigger than the death of my son i am still open to receive you and you are saying i've hurt so many persons I've disappointed so many persons. I've derailed on the wrong path. The Lord is still saying, yes, I am open arms, ready to receive you. If only you can rethink and say, I am remembering now my creator. There is still much more time. And the podcast is also for the other set of persons, like me, like you, who did not actually decided to go out of this path but you see the pressures of life in trying to attain the next meal on your table in trying to meet the next end daily daily you begin to fall out of it daily daily you begin to lost those things you once hold there you started sleeping for forgetting to read your scriptures you started forgetting to pray you said that just more bring words of saying thank you lord for waking me up oh jesus thank you little by little you started to go off paths off track the lord is still calling you back he is telling you i am with you i want you i want you to grow i want you to grow i want you to grow you see that height you are trying to attain it's in me 
I was teaching the time and I told them, I said, if you think you have seen the height of innovation, if you think you have seen the height of invention, if you think you have seen the best, if you think that man has created the best, there is nothing more to do. You don't know God. You don't have the wisdom of God. Because there are still much more things imbibed inside the wisdom of God that he needs you to come into him. He shares his secrets with his son. You have to have been his son for you to enjoy the secret of this God. Which means you have to have grown from the little child that is still desiring the sincere milk to being his son. And you can get only all this as a son if you continue to grow in him daily. If you continue to grow in him daily. I read somewhere and the, the person was saying, Daily, they check the growth of their children. Monthly, you see the children being happy that they are growing. And said the time, the daughter asked him and said, Daddy, how come old people don't grow? He said he didn't know how to explain that we grow, but we only grow in different places now. We no longer grow in height. That's the same thing. The Lord wants you to start growing that you begin to grow in the stature of the sincere meek which you are getting and you start growing in all ramification you start growing in places he wants you to 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 take you start growing in direction and dimension he wants you to possess that is what god wants you that is how god wants to use you he's still looking for men to use all you have to do is to stick to the vine he said, I and the branches, we are one. No branch can blossom. No branch can bear fruit without me. So you, that seems as if you fell off. And it seems as if you are budding on your own. It seems as if you are forming a tree on your own. It seems as if, oh, life is good without Christ. No. The Lord is asking you to retreat. Return back to your maker. Return back to your maker. You have no excuse of, oh, I'm too young. I don't need God. You have no excuse of, I'm too independent, I don't need God. Oh, I'm too happy, I don't need God. I'm too busy, I don't need God. I'm too tired, no. If you keep on sitting on this excuse, it will be too late. I don't want us to fall into the path where it seems as if we are too late in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. I want you to remember that you have a father who cares for you. When he said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it come into the heart of men. What the Lord, what the Lord has in store for his sons. I want you to be part of that. I want you to enjoy in that glory. I want you to enjoy in that blissfulness. He always has the perfect gift for you. And you know the funny thing, there is also a perfect timing by the Lord. If you will stay put if you will stay true, if you will stay sincere with him, if you will remember those things of old, if you will remember how you leave the house, you don't leave the house without reading the scriptures, if you will remember how you had your time session, if you will remember how your altar was burning for the Lord, the God of Isaac, Jacob, and Abraham, why those names stick to us because they kept on raising altar for God. They never stopped. If you start reading their stories, you hear, and Isaac erected an altar, and Jacob erected an altar, and Abraham erected an altar. Now we have the altar of God right before us. That is so easy in our hearts. 
and yet your altar is not burning with any fire. No. The Lord wants you to go back. Sweep out. Dust out. Maintain your altar and light it up. And let it keep burning for Him. And let it keep burning for Him. Let it keep burning for Him. From a message I listen, what burns on the altar? Your works, let it keep burning. If there is nothing to burn, the altar fades out, the fire fades out. No. Let it keep burning. Keep doing the will of the Father. Keep doing the will of the Father. And they keep burning on the altar. Keep doing the will of the Father. And your altar keeps burning. And that's when you keep hearing from the throne of grace. And that's when you keep knowing what's in for the dispensation. And that's when you keep knowing when he wants you to turn left. And that's when you keep knowing when he wants you to turn right. Not with the ideology that once I turn right, oh, everything will be blissful. No. When you turn right, I can assure you that everything will be wonderful. Everything will be awesome, provided you stick put with God. Will there be trials? Yes. Will there be things? Yes. They are trying to bring out the best in you. Just the same way God passed through process. The fire is trying to burn out the impurities. Burn out the SS luggage. Burn out all that is not needed in this journey and in this path that God is taking you. I want you to remember now your creator in the days of this your youth because there's a time of old that comes when God just wants you to relax and start growing in ramification on all phases of life. God bless you. And if you are falling into this category, I want you to bow your heads and say, Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for living in error and mistake. I'm sorry for allowing the cares of this life to choke me. I'm sorry for for being stagnant, not remembering your love. Jehovah, I ask that you forgive me and reestate me as your son. Jehovah, I ask, O Lord, that I acknowledge that the fact your son died for me. Receive me and bless me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for being with us today. I love you. See you same time next week. God bless you.